You're listening to the Think, Live, Repeat podcast, a place for people who are looking for simple and actionable ways to bring their lives to the next level. I'm your host, John Skomsky, and I want you to get ready for some amazing conversations as we dive deep into the minds of successful people, how they think intentionally and live differently. There's just two simple rules. Change doesn't have to be complicated, and change begins with your mind. You literally possess the power to change the direction of your life. So consider yourself warned. If you're not ready to start growing today, you might just want to turn this off now before it's too late. What's up, Inward Investors? It's another edition of the Think, Live, Repeat podcast, a solo edition, a solo holiday edition. going to be short, to the point, a few observations that I've had over the last week or so. Got an jam-packed schedule for the first quarter of 2023. We've got a world-renowned comedian. We have a world-renowned speaker who was burned so severely as a child, most doctors expected that he wouldn't even make it. And he today, as a father himself, speaks all around the world, inspiring people, helping them understand their their purpose in life and how to to really appreciate each day that they have. Went way too much detail into that. You're probably going to be able to guess who he is now. I'm not telling. Who else? Well, we've had, uh, here's another great one that you're going to have in a few weeks here. We've had, he was a victim as a child. He, not he specifically, but the case that his parents had garnered national attention as really the first kind of widely observed parental abduction. He survived it. Craziness, living in all kinds of different countries. His mom telling him his dad was dead, really wasn't dead. And today, He's working with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, as well as other organizations, spreading the word about awareness and ultimately how to go from uh, survivor to thriver. We've got others. We've got some entrepreneurs. We've got an author talking about JFK. Just trying to give you a teaser for what 2023 is going to look like. And I got some other irons in the fire, more things to come. So look, holidays are a great time to do one of two things. First, you can kick back completely relax, pretend you don't have any responsibilities, and and frankly, just um, enjoy family and waste time. And uh, I don't mean that enjoying family is wasting time. I simply mean you enjoy your family and or you do uh, activities that bring great joy, but very little uh, long-term gains, such as playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I've seemed to uh, slump in far as the amount of time I've spent doing that over the last five days, it's okay. I can stop anytime and I will. So it's obviously not a problem and I don't need help. Anyways, no, it's weird. Every once in a while, a game, I'm not a gamer, but a game comes around that bites me and I happen to have a bunch of friends who play at the moment. So I've, I've enjoyed that, but it's been frightening. It's been frightening because I don't normally do this. So every time I sit down and, you know, put on the headset and get ready to be absolutely owned and made a fool of. And I can verify that by almost a half a dozen people. I get this twang of guilt. And, and it's weird because you think, okay, I, <laughs> I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm present. I built a business. I run a business. So clearly, I, I have accepted the fact I am not going to be good at gaming. And that's okay. I have no desire to be uh, that to be my skill set. However, on the flip side, I've had a really uh, a heck of a hard time actually allowing myself to enjoy anything other 
than either work or family. In other words, if it's not productive, if it's not doing something for the business, doing something for the family or doing something for my health, like working out or whatever, I feel like I, I shouldn't be doing that. And then when I do take the time to just kind of kick back and relax, kind of like a background program running on your PC, I just keep thinking, oh, I should be doing something else. I should be doing something else. So I'm not even able to enjoy the time that I am spending with family, with friends, whatever. And it really got me thinking that it really is a recipe for a great deal of unhappiness in life. Because if you feel like if your objective is to be productive in family, in relationships, in business, whatever your primary focus is in life, you do need outlet to just kick back and relax. Now, you go on Instagram, and I could bring up names. I won't. Well-known names. Everybody knows them who give off the impression that, you know, even when they go home after 14 hours at the office, it's simply just to continue to do more work and then sleep for a few hours and do it all again. And, you know, not to spend any time really doing anything other than working. Like they don't want to not work. And I suppose for some people that might work, but I think for the vast majority, especially those who do have families, who do have kids, who do strive to have some semblance of balance, that's just not a recipe for success. So my question to you, my question to myself is, as I spent the last few days here doing much more relaxing than I'm used to, what is your life all about? Let me ask that another way. What kind of life are you looking to achieve? Think about that. What kind of life are you trying to build for you, your spouse if you're married, and your kids if you have kids? That's a really pivotal question because the decisions that we make day to day answer that. In other words, if all I do is work 24-7, I'm never home, I'm not present with my wife, I'm not present with my kids, I don't engage with anyone beyond uh, a work sort of relationship, friends go to the wayside, whatever, a family, I can't expect to one day, 10 years from now, have rich, meaningful relationships with my wife, kids, family, and friends. It's just not the way it works. I'm not investing in those areas. I'm investing my career. Now, I may be at the top. I may be at the absolute pinnacle in my business, in my net worth, whatever. Now, if that's what you're going for, fine. But if it's not, you have to understand that you can't judge yourself by those who do live that way. Said another way, the guy who works six to seven days a week, 12 to 14 hours a day, and when they speak and they give their observations, wisdom, insights, whatever, which a lot of them are frankly dynamite because they are at the top of the game. You have to understand that there are trade-offs being made. They're not necessarily acknowledging them, speaking about them. Maybe they're not even aware of them, but they are being made. You don't have your cake and eat it too. It's the way it goes. So you won't know who your kids are. You might have a greater likelihood of getting divorced. You need some uh, help and you call your friends and they're like, uh, yeah, who are you? It's just the way it is. Circling back, what kind of life are you looking to build? If you're trying to build a life that has a balance with uh, family, with your children, with your spouse, with friends, with work and your clients and your business and your goals, your dreams, I'll tell you one thing, balance, moderation, those are some of the most difficult ideals to achieve. As a human, we are wired to pursue an extreme. It's much easier to do absolutely nothing or do nothing but work than to have a balance of the two. Very challenging. I had a guest on the show uh, a few months ago, Grant Baldwin, Speaker Lab. And he had talked about uh, kind of a thing that he and his wife had over time built was this idea of, is this 
the time of life we're in, is this a phase or is it just the way things are? So if it's you're a CPA, obviously tax season, it's like go time. It's seven days a week, baby. It's just the way it is. But you know, good luck trying to get your CPA on the phone in July, right? Why? Because they're making up for the imbalance from an earlier part of the year. However, if a CPA lives every single day, every single month, his tax season for him is April 14th, that's fine. But that CPA is not going to have a meaningful marriage. He's not going to be a great father. He's not going to have uh, any kind of balance in his life beyond that. My opinion, my opinion, and you can say, what the heck do you know? I know what I know, and I know that there's a lot that I don't know. My observation thus far in this journey is that the most meaningful life, those who, and I could say somewhat from not personal experience, but secondhand personal experience, I've spoken with people, I've read, I've listened, and those who are most satisfied further down the road in their 60s and 70s and 80s are not necessarily those who were the peak of their career, the biggest, uh, uh, you know, the most number of zeros in their portfolio, but the ones who had balanced, the, one who, the ones who n- interacted with their kids and spouse on a daily basis, who n- were friends, who had some uh, outlets, creative outlets, whether it was, you know, exercise or hobbies or, mu- you know, being a musician, creativity, things like that. The ones who tend to be so uh, mercenary in their pursuit of, of, of their career or whatever, that nothing else mattered, tend to be the least happy at that time. Now, everybody's definition of balance and everybody's definition of being a good father, being a good husband, and all those things, those are different. And it's kind of really dependent on the dynamics and the ages. Life is very cyclical and, and seasons-based. So what works for someone with a bunch of toddlers is completely different than someone who has teenagers or kids in college. I'm not in any way suggesting that there's a one-step process here or a one path to pursue. There are several. But I'm going to go back to that original question. What kind of life are you looking to build? Because the decisions you make over Christmas break in 2022 are, are a manifestation of the life you are trying to build. Intentionally or unintentionally, that's the life you're going for. If you have cut off family, if you've tried to avoid being around them, if you haven't been present for your kids, if you're not communicating with your spouse, if, if you're looking to constantly escape your reality, then your reality will be one of escapism. In other words, you will spend your life trying to avoid wherever you happen to be at that time. And as you try to avoid what you're trying to, you know, as you're trying to avoid where you are now, you'll be setting yourself up to then avoid something down the road. Because down the road, all you'll be doing at that point is avoiding wherever you are then. If you're embracing and trying to live in the moment, being present, pursuing balance, and doing so intentionally, investing in those you love, investing in your career, then chances are 10 years from now, you'll be that much further towards those goals. You'll be that much more balanced. You'll have deeper relationships with your kids and spouse. You'll be better in your business. You'll dominate your market, whatever it happens to be. So as we move into 2023, and 2022 is basically in the rearview mirror, I want you to take a moment, take 10, 15, 20 minutes, and just simply write down three things that you want to describe your life. Three things, three descriptors of your life. You might say, freedom. I want my life to embody freedom. I want to have the freedom to do what I want when I want. Okay, great. So you probably don't want a nine to five. 
because as long as you're an employee, it's much more difficult to achieve freedom than if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur. However, starting a business, having done that myself, speaking from personal experience, you sacrifice freedom in your pursuit of freedom, but you're doing so knowingly for a period of time. When I started my business, I had zero freedom. I was constantly working. Why? Because I knew it was for a defined amount of time so that now if I want to have a three-day weekend, I can. If I want to work remotely for a week, I can because it's what I've built, but it was intentional. And maybe freedom isn't it. Maybe you don't, you love structure. You don't want to have the choice to, oh, do I do this? Do I do that? Okay, great. Maybe it's financial stability. Okay. What is that? Maybe it's meaningful relationships. As long as you're financially comfortable, you're not really concerned with what car you drive as long as it works. You don't really care where you live as long as you feel safe and it's comfortable. And you're all about as many experiential things that you can do with your family as possible. So take time and think of three and then start thinking through the daily activities that either promote or work against those objectives. So if my, if, if let's say I'm an employee, Let's say my goal is freedom. I want to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it with who I want to do it. Okay. And most of my time is focused on either A, just showing up and doing my job wherever I work, and then B, just kind of maintaining things around the house. And I never go beyond and in in, in try to take steps to establish a pathway uh, for freedom, an exit strategy from the current job to build the dream job that I want, business, whatever. Then... I would say the most likely thing is then maybe freedom isn't as important to you as you think. In other words, you're trying to live out someone else's ideals, someone you heard preaching on Instagram about you know their life and their ideals and their objectives. And that ties into the second thing I want to bring up, which is this. Comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. I've heard Ed Milet talk about this. I've heard Derek Kinney talk about this. And it's certainly not uh, original to any one of them. This has been as old as scripture itself. When we're looking outward at someone else, at everyone else, that FOMO, fear of missing out, thinking whoever is out there is having it better than you, you're never going to be happy. It's impossible. Secondarily, if you're trying to live out their reality, their ideals, their objectives for their life and think, well, because they look happy, they look successful, and this is what they say, I must embody those same core principles. And then you spend your life chasing someone else's key life descriptors. And here's the thing, you won't be happy. You probably won't even be able to achieve those things because they're not your own. At some point, your cognitive ability will catch on to the fact that there's some cognitive dissonance going on. What you're saying versus what you're thinking and doing aren't lining up and something's going to give. So as we roll into 2023, whose objectives are you living out? Do you even have your own? So you do that first exercise. You write down these three things. Are those even yours? Where did they come from? Are they original to you? Or did you simply just pick them up on social media or pick them up from somebody you know, or maybe someone who's very successful who embodies those things? You think, well, because they're successful and they do those things, then therefore you must as well. And that may be true. Obviously, there's a ton of overlap. Most entrepreneurs value freedom. It's just a thing. That's why we do what we do, because we want to have freedom. But there are other pathways to freedom. There are other aspects of entrepreneurship other than freedom. Some people simply don't like to uh, have structure. They want to have uh, the idea of of always doing something different. So they choose gig work. And, you know, I'm going off on a tangent here. You get the point. 
are you living you or are you living someone else? So what do you want your life to be about? Because those choices, daily choices, are simply the pathway to where you will be 10 years from now. And those daily choices are simply a manifestation of how you think. Think, live, repeat. Thinking intentionally, living differently. The way we think influences the way we act. The way we act creates the direction for our life and where we are ultimately headed. It's just, it's, I don't want to say it's science, but it's the human experience in a nutshell. So it's not too late. Don't, don't start the whole, it's too late. I'm too old. I've already gone too far down this path. I can't switch. Let's just be real. If you're 50 and you're having these sorts of questions, then certainly the last 20 years of your life probably should have had some different actions taken, some different thought processes built. But that's fine. Acknowledge that there are some things that are no longer on the table, but there are other things that are. And so rather than living in the past and what isn't, look forward to what you still have in the future. What options do you still have? Because at 50, here's what you have. Statistically, you still have 30 to 40 more years, depending on how you act and what you do and how you live and your sleep and your exercise and all these different things, mental health and stability. So you could sit here and be, I blew my last 20 years. Or you could say, well, I'd like to do what I can in the last 30 to 40. So I'm going to hop on a treadmill and I'm going to do my best to have longevity in my favor. And I'm going to start changing how I think in acknowledging that actions and thoughts have consequences and the way we act and think today proves where or or ultimately determines where we will be tomorrow and down the road and 10 years from now. So it's not too late. Start now. 2023 is a new year. And the significance of, oh, it's the new year, flipping the page in the book, and you can get all uh, 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 emotional about it. Really, it's just another day, right? December 31st, January 1st really doesn't feel all that much different. But knowing the human psyche and that we do well when we we kind of have this signpost to say, okay, here's a new chapter. Here's, you know, here starting from ground zero, working from there. It's like the perfect time. And I'm going to be doing a solo episode later in January because we all talk about New Year's resolutions and all this and, and how to most of them drop off and gyms get empty by, you know, February. We'll get there. What I want you to do now is just much more rudimentary. What life are you trying to build? And are, are your actions aligned with the life you're trying to build? Just start there and then ask yourself these descriptors, these uh, ideals that you're trying to achieve, are they your own or are you merely parroting someone else's? And if there's someone else's, which I've had a bit of my own identity crisis in that I tend to assimilate others' ideals. This guy's super successful and he values this. Therefore, I must as well. And then you know what? I go all full bore pursuing this objective. And then I realize, well, I'm not so motivated six months from now to do this. And it's kind of not fulfilling. And then, oh, you know what? That was his deal. It's not my deal. I got a different deal. And so stop looking outward. Comparison is the thief of joy. Stop looking outward. Look inward and ask yourself, what are you about? What are the objectives you are trying to achieve? And I guarantee you, you do those two things, 2023 will be a much more fulfilling year. Now, I didn't say easy. I didn't say simple. I didn't, see, I didn't say clear. I didn't say any of those things. I simply said fulfilling because when you're on the path to success, your path to success, how you define it, you'll be fulfilled. It's as simple as that. And then you go from there. There's so much more to build on. So 2023, here we come. Think, live, repeat. It's going to be a big year for the show. We're going to be celebrating our first year on the air. Uh, In August, we got some incredible guests coming up. 
We're just getting started. Think, live, repeat, baby. 2023, here we come. Peace out. Thanks for listening to today's show. I'm sure you've got some takeaways, and I hope you're feeling inspired and ready to change. Shameless plug here. If you did enjoy the show and are looking for a way to express the gratitude, I'd be incredibly grateful if you left a review. Five stars is ideal, not gonna lie, and four stars would work too. If we're looking at three stars or below, maybe take a pass on the whole expressing gratitude thing. All right, enough of the nonsense. Remember, investing inward starts with creating new mindsets which empower you to live differently. So get out there and go become the person you're designed to be. 